0: Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. I bet you never heard old Marshall Dillon say, Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of
1: running away?
0: Settling down, would you marry
1: me? Rest yeah, in peace, I Toby Keith passing break. overnight at she 62.
0: yes, in a New York minute, they never tied a knot. His heart wasn't in it, he just stole a kiss as he wrote. There
1: are a couple of things that can make a pop culture death grab you extra hard. One is if it's somebody who is like central to your library, you know, a Stevie Ray Vaughan, a John Lennon. But here's another one with regard to Toby Keith, who had, I mean, a couple of dozen of... of, More than that number one on the country charts, at least a dozen records that I absolutely loved. And you're going to hear some of them today for sure. But the other thing that makes it just kick you in the gut is when you thought he was getting better. Should have been a cowboy. Uh, Toby Keith was diagnosed with uh, stomach cancer a couple years ago. You know, and those stories come out and the, the the person involved, the famous person, whether it's politics or music or sports, or whatever, uh, puts on the game face and says, we're going to fight this and you lift up prayers and then everybody gets back to their lives. We do and they do. And in the case of Toby Keith, it involved coming off the road, but then getting sufficiently better where he went back on the road briefly. And then, and then you know, life continues and you don't hear anything and you assume that no news is good news and and then you get this and then you get uh, you get this the the tweet overnight from his family indicating that surrounded by friends and family that toby keith passed overnight at the age of 62 this is a catalog of tunes that, that, that should have been a cowboy was his first record and it was his first number 1 record from the album from the self-titled album toby keith in 1993 two other hits Came off of that called He Ain't Worth Missin' and A Little Less Talk and A Lot More Action. And then, (laughs) metaphorically and uh, literally, the rodeo was on through 94, 95, 96, 97, through the rest of the 90s. Just uh, a magnificent list of hits that that racked up huge, huge country accolades. Then, after 9-11, and we'll probably intro our buddy Mike Gallagher with this. What actually is the name of that song? Some people think the song is called "A Boot in Your Ass." (laughs) Put a boot in your—it's the American way. Uncle Sam put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. It is called "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue" (parentheses: the angry American). And boy, were we—it was in the wake of 9/11. And a lot of folks were writing songs. Daryl Worley of the wonderful Have You Forgotten? A lot of folks were writing songs with Casio keyboards in their basements. We we respond musically a lot of times when emotions run high. But Toby Keith, with courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, written in late, late 2001, also inspired by the death of Toby Keith's dad, who was killed in a car accident. Uh, And, and of course, it, it starts, you know, my daddy fought in the Army, uh, I flew a flag out in the yard. I lost his right eye Flew a flag out in the yard until the day that he died. And a lot of people were flying flags in the yard. Maybe there's a good, a good day to get to that Simon's flags uh, spot. I think that'll be somewhere in the eight o'clock hour. Uh, my buddy's in Irving at Simon's flags. If you want to put a flag out in your yard for Toby Keith, they'll help you out with that. It's Simon's flags. That's why M O N D S Simon's flags.com. There's a freebie. But as, as the emotions of nine 11 roiled, and uh, and and Toby Keith wrote, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, yeah, you know, about the things that are going to be raining down on you. Brought to you, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. It gave musical voice to our righteous anger, and it resonated with a uh, with so many people. It certainly resonated with me. We played that thing a lot, <laughs> and, we, and we do talk shows. <laughs> And uh, and then uh, there's no getting past this. Then by the time, you know, 01 becomes 02, then the flippin' Dixie Chicks get involved. Now just simply called the Chicks since Dixie is bad. Ooh. And the, the horrible irony here is that Natalie Maines and Marty and Emily are, are simply one of the most talented American acts of, of the last 40 years. Loved them, uh, you know, wide open spaces and fly and, and just these, was, everything they did was a classic. And then, you know, Natalie opens her big yap on stage in in London, right? And said, just so you know, we're ashamed that the President of the United States from Texas and country stations just stopped playing them. And they were just instantly met with uh, proper revulsion Toby Keith wasn't thrilled with that but they weren't thrilled with him either. Natalie Maines in the, in the midst of her genius said that um courtesy of the red white and blue made uh, was a dumb song said it was ignorant and makes country music sound ignorant. Really? Well, Natalie Maines is a is quite the authority on sounding ignorant. And um so Toby Keith responded <laughs> Uh Toby Keith responded at a couple of concerts thereafter by show with a backdrop showing a uh, a, a doctored photo of Natalie Maines socializing with Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein. <laughs> and then the ball is back in the Dixie Chicks court. So Natalie Maines was then fond of uh of wearing a t shirt with the initials F U T K. Mm-hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Spokesperson for them said it stood for friends united in truth and kindness, but everybody knew better. So, and listen, who got the, who got the best of that? The chicks continued to sell records, not much to country artists. And Toby Keith retained the affection of millions and recorded so many wonderful, wonderful songs. Who's your daddy? American soldier whiskey girl stays in Mexico honky tonk you as good as I once was in 2005 she never cried in front of me recorded records all the way I, I was was putting out albums throughout I mean just absolutely throughout put a christmas album out in 1995 that was wonderful how do you like me now 1999 the Toby Keith album titles Just Make You Smile, as he did. Pull My Chain, 2001. Shock and Y'all, 2003. Big Dog Daddy, 2007. That Don't Make Me a Bad Guy, 08, American Ride. Drinks After Work, 2013. And the last album that he did in 2021 called Peso in My Pocket. Rest in peace. Toby Keefe, may anybody who can make so many people smile, anybody that can fill so many hearts, anybody that can fill so many stadiums, anybody who can fill so many <sighs> tributes, as he will today, with so many accolades, deserves a special place in our uh, in our prayers. Listen, while we're on the cancer beat, uh, lift up a word for King Charles. He went in for a prostate exam, uh, came out and they found something. And it's not prostate, so everybody's hoping that it's not pancreatic or or whatever. Um, he is uh, stepping away from uh, from official duties, and uh, so every uh, good thought for and, and you know what, when things like this occur, I, it just makes me think of everybody in my life. It makes me think of Mike, lost his wonderful bride Denise to cancer more than a decade ago. Both my mom and my dad had cancer. Heart disease got my dad, but cancer got my mom. That was 1998 and got Lisa's mom as well. Uh, Cancer sucks. And the fight against it, both uh, societally, institutionally, medically, scientifically, the people who are working on cures and working on treatments, they're angels among us. And the people who are involved in the daily treatment of people who are in various stages, the various survivors, Lisa's sister, Carmen, a breast cancer survivor, Um, you never, you, you never cure cancer. You just see how long you can outrun it. And a lot of people get it, goes into remission, and then they outrun it for you know, diet 90. That's the way it's supposed to go. My mom had lung cancer. And chemo, radiation, and got it. And she outran it for about another four years till it came back. Because it does sometimes come back. So, you know, the, sort of the, the front, the medical front, the research front, all those things, all the fundraising that goes into that, that uh, is, is noble and you, you keep at it. We keep our noses to the grindstone. And then there, of course, is the fight that takes place in our individual lives. I can only imagine what's been going on in Toby Keith's family's life and what will now happen in the very, in the country, uh, tinged family of Toby Keith, a uh, native son of Oklahoma, and the very uh, rarefied royal world of, uh, of King Charles III. Families fighting cancer in their own lives with their own loved ones. As we, uh, as we begin in prayer this morning, as we always do, let's keep everyone in our thoughts and everyone in our hearts who is fighting that fight today and wish the best for them lord guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day we thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you which our nation was founded to protect let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit treating others as we would want to be treated Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn, and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. We ask these things in your holy name. Amen. Uh, That border bill is done. Conservatives rose up, delivered mountains of truth. Democrats and the soft, jelly spine members of the GOP had no response. That bill is dead. Thank God. The latest next. It is Bob Marley's birthday. One Love is the name of the biopic that comes out all right. uh, like a week.
2: Let's get and all
1: right. Bob Marley would have been 79 today, passed away back in 81. So why is the border bill dead? Because conservatives were not going to get rolled. We were not going to get rolled by Democrats. We were not going to get rolled by the soft GOP. I envision a hashtag, hashtag soft GOP. And what it is, it is people who have always been soft. It is people who suddenly go soft on conservative values. I, Oklahomans, you got to wait. Another four years uh to, to, to during which James Langford will make you will try to make you forget this sad chapter in uh, in his service or lack of. I, I've talked a lot about this addiction that some people have to the concept of being perceived that you are governing, that the only way to govern is to surrender to Democrats, surrender to the soft GOP, surrender on your basic values in order to, quote unquote, do something. Well, the thing that we want to do is have a border that works. So if Democrats and their allies in the soft GOP get together and concoct something, and they tell you that it gives the president border shutdown authority, but the president is Joe Biden, you need to kind of know that the president is Joe Biden, or at least seems to be whoever's running the country. They ain't going to shut down the border that it supposedly raises the standards and speeds up the asylum process. But what this does is simply gives you more asylum courts of people who will absolutely still continue to rubber stamp people so that they can get them into America so that they can be normalized and naturalized and legalized and then energized for decades of grateful Democrat voting. This is an occasion where where I, I knew I I know I'm going to have a lot of these moments, but I could not be prouder of Speaker Mike Johnson. Told you he was going to be awesome. And uh, he was on Laura Ingram last night. I'll, we'll get to that in the eight o'clock hour. But there's also something else I'll play today. There's there's an exchange between him and and New York Congressman Jerry Nadler. And what they're talking about is this poisonous little ripple. You'll hear about this in some places in the state of New York and in Vermont, always quirky Vermont, where non-citizens, non-citizens will get to vote in municipal elections. What could be wrong? Let's say somebody who's been living in Montpelier, you know, somebody has been living in Queens, you know, they're, they're not a citizen yet. But, you know, hey, it it affects their lives, who the dog catcher is. Let them vote for dog catcher. What could be the harm? This is the incrementalism that if you have a half a brain and a half a a set of eyes, you can see. It is to reduce, it is to make it all of a sudden, well, because the next thing is, well, we let these people vote in municipal elections. Why not? uh, Why not for their county? We let them vote for their county. Why not for their state? We let them vote for their state. Why not? For president, this is the plan. This is the Biden border policy. There's enormous amounts of money in this bill for groups who will benefit from illegal immigration. This is why the Chamber of Commerce loves it. You'll hear this. You'll hear this. How could you be against it? MAGA is against it. But look who's for it. Biden is for it. Well, there's the problem. Schumer is for it. There's the problem. The soft GOP is for it. There's the problem. GOP leadership in the Senate embraced it. There's a problem. John Cornyn seems to be in the process of coming to his senses. I lovingly urge him to continue that path. Chamber of Commerce is not conservative. They love the suppressive impact that illegal uh, immigration has on labor costs. Love it! So, yes, it's true. The real conservatives are the people who have the eyes to see and the brains to process what a dog this border bill was. And we have killed it. This is a great chapter in conservative activism. More, please. More. Our buddy uh, Mike Gallagher, fellow right-wing uh, chaos agent, <laughs> Mike Gallagher, joins us next. Right now at 30 and into the newsroom we go. Here's Nicky Whaley.
0: justice will be served and the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. You know it's coming. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass It's the American way Hey Uncle Sam, put your name At the top of his list And a statue of
1: liberty Started to Toby Keith would want us to smile fly. So I am yeah. Oh, you hear Mother Freedom start ringing the bell. You'll feel like the whole damn world is raining down on you, Mike. That seems like fifty years ago, right in the wake of, of of nine eleven. Do you remember what was? Um, how do you remember this playing out on your show? Did it? Did you do much about the, the some of the the kerfuffle about this song and the because it, it was going to be featured on an ABC special of some sort. I guess everybody was yeah. doing specials. And Peter Jennings, <laughs> Peter Jennings said. I don't think that strikes the right tone. We shouldn't start it off with 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 an angry song. And Toby Keith's reply was, "Aren't you from Canada?"
2: Well, so, and what I remember uh, about that chapter is Peter Jennings led the charge at ABC to refuse to wear an American flag lapel pin. Correct. Uh, it was it was as of that that I always made a promise to always wear an American flag lapel pin anytime I appear anywhere, uh, because ABC, all the anchors for all the networks always used to wear flag pins. Yep. I mean, it is the American Broadcasting Corporation, right. and Peter the Jennings, the Canadian, led the revolt mm-hmm. and said, "No, no, that's gonna that's too uh, too partisan.
1: Yep, too, too jingoistic." I mean, the law- yeah. And this is and this is weird. This this is as fresh. As today, in terms of the following observation, the reason journalists, on-air TV journalists blanched at the American flag is they felt like it looked like they were taken aside. They were, t- you know, pro-Patriot Act, pro-George W. Bush, pro-whatever, when it didn't necessarily have to be any of those things. It was just respect for, love of, recognition of, deference toward America. But they said, nope, they felt like it made them look conservative. Now, look, fast it, it, forward to 2024, where the people who love America, the people who love the constitution the people the it's 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 the conservatives love of america love of country is preserved is, is perceived as a partisan value go figure
2: it re, it re, it re, it reignites the theory that a lot of people on the left really hate america they just don't like the country very much they don't like they don't like countries that are like us they don't like israel yep. they don't like the united states yep. I, I was talking yesterday about marco island florida they're coming up with they're going to be a sanctuary city they're going to be a sanctuary city for the bill of rights they want to be and collier county florida has already done this this is they down this is down, down
1: naples southwest uh, gulf
2: coast right correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and they're doing a Bill of Rights Sanctuary City where we celebrate the, the First Amendment, we celebrate oh, the Second my. Amendment, we celebrate and protect the first the, the, the Bill of Rights. It's a sanctuary city for the Bill of Rights. How fantastic is that? Now, the left will lose its mind. I mean, they already are. They're already criticizing it here in Florida, and I love every minute of it. Meanwhile, Mark... I, I I was talking to Tom Tradup, one of the executives at Salem this morning, about Biden, who literally said that he had lunch with a guy who's been dead since 1996.
1: Yes. French President Francois Mitterrand. Say, dude, been gone a long time, and he, and he and he made him for a moment the president of Germany. Did that too. Mark, so, uh,
2: Mark, yeah. you're gonna tell me the guy's gonna got four more years in him. Yeah. And in middle of the night last night, I thought about this. Americans have to instinctively know, if you were stupid enough to pull the the lever for Joe Biden, you're voting for Kamala Harris. Yes. We're going to have Kamala Harris. It's going to happen. It would happen. There's no way a guy who – can you imagine Trump while president standing up and saying, I see dead people, and
1: having lunch with Mitterrand? Are you kidding me? Now, fairness I mean, I, will require. I can hear listeners going, hey, hey, didn't he misidentify Nikki Haley as Nancy Pelosi? Yes, he did. Yes, Nobody's he did. Nobody's perfect. Sure did. But does he do it eight times a week? And does he do it with such shocking regularity? And with that glaze in his eyes that says, I'm just not all here. That now, Because of Biden's status quo, because you are my, my my source and my muse for, for the crystal ball of what's like, in view of the fact that, of what you just described. That voting for Biden gives you President Kamala Harris at some point if he wins. And you have an interesting, bold certainty as to certain things that are going to happen in this very weird year. Is there the possibility, Mike Gallagher, that he, and I don't even know how this would happen, that he finds a way to give her some sweet gig, some golden parachute, and shelves her and runs with somebody else as his running mate?
2: Wow, you know, I haven't heard that at all. Nobody has really advanced that theory, but it seems like she's she's locked. She's a lock. I I don't think. How do you get rid of her? How in the world do you, you, woman of color, please? Safest job in America. you kick the black woman to the curb? Damn. No, I don't think he can pull that off. And yep. the last person to do that in the world. Incidentally, speaking of people of color, Kellyanne Conway floating Tim Scott uh, on the short list of of, of Trump's property something. I think that'd be great. Boy, I would love that. Uh, count me in. Mm-hmm. I lo- and Ben Carson has also been mentioned. Count me yeah, in. And I okay, love know? Ben
1: Carson. Ben, ben, ben 71, 72. I don't know. The septuagenarians, man. I don't know. I don't know. I love Dr. Oh, Carson. I love him. 71. That's
2: yeah, a no, little oh, older I, Well, listen.
1: Well, yeah. Ask Toby Keith about seventy-one. He would have loved to have seen it. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I have a. We we talk about age. We talk. Well, we talk about race and sex. Neither of which should be relevant. Age might be. I think there is a, and this I think is what you know drove a little bit of Desantis, driving a little bit of Haley is like, hey, time for a quote, new generation of leadership. I think there's some folks who probably feel that way and say, look, that's let's why. Get, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. That's why I like Tim Scott. I, that's why I like That's what I like about something? him. Yeah, I,
2: I like his youth, and I like his. I like how he's really, truly a happy warrior. Yes, and that would which be also a great... drives
1: people crazy. They, the, have you seen the hatred on him? Tim Scott sold his soul to MAGA, kissing up to trump it is the punishment offered to anyone who dares to decide that that trump is okay and and, and,
2: and he's, he's, tim got scott. Op, he's got he's got he's
1: got an optimism
2: of to course that he I does. really yeah. really like and guess what that's a great counter to president trump's sharp elbows that's that you got a guy who's let's face it takes no prisoners approach yep. you know he goes defcon one all the time mm-hmm. tim scott is just is not like that at all in, in a way it's kind of like uh, the 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 Pence pick. Pence was the same yes, way. Yes, very of complimentary. Calm... They're
1: different, yeah. but, they, but they share the same core values.
2: You've got and to have people gonna... who are... exactly. Right. And they're not going to upstage Trump. They're no. not going to upstage, and that's and you're not going to get anybody who's going to do that. That's probably why my my wish list of of Ron DeSantis doesn't fly. Intr- incident, incident, incidentally, I'm no. Fascinated. Why would that
1: be? Because DeSantis has such an ego that he would not be willing to be sort of well, subservient I mean, as a vice president. He, must be he was
2: he was the alternative to Trump for a while, and yeah, I mean, I think he's he's viewed as presidential fodder in 2028 yeah. and beyond. Yeah. And I think he does have a bigger, you know, a. Bigger Bigger persona than say a Tim Scott, uh, and but Tim Scott, my gosh, already Trump is scoring with with Hispanic and and Black voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine a, a person of color as his okay. vice presidential running
1: mate. I think it looks. But, I think it, I I love the optics and I love the history. Well, more history. I mean, uh, the the notion that Tim Scott brings you an appreciable number of Black votes, I just don't know. I just don't because so Why I don't I, because I don't think any anything's about race anymore. I think it's all about everything's about, about race no, no, anymore in that, a lot of these people. But, but that's what I mean. Not to the voting public. Politics or what matter. Black people hate Clarence Thomas.
2: So, no, so but, I, but but still, uh, the idea of a, of a black senator who has related to the it. black community you about bet. stopping driving while black and and some it of the challenges wor- that black Americans face it can be no something. he'll 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 bring black voters to the table and 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 again Trump already is because black voters like the rest of us are as enraged about the illegal immigration crisis as anybody else it's impacting black Americans black businesses are being affected by crime, the, by, by, by a quality of life problem. And let's talk about the way the left lies on this illegal immigration. On, on the race thing? While, you're, while
1: we're in race world for 30 additional seconds. Have you seen the famous barbershop clip? I don't remember the network that did it. They went into a barbershop, the famed barbershop environment for finding black people. And they went in there and these guys are sitting around saying, listen, a lot of us are young. We've only voted a couple of times. Trump is all we remember. Uh, then we voted for Biden. Bottom line is all we remember is we're broke now. With Trump, we had money. And that and how about and how about
2: rapper Fifty
1: Cent? Yes, not to be confused fitty. with Fifty Cent. <laughs> exactly. But
2: Fifty Cent in an Instagram post said maybe Trump is the answer. And you know that After was in response seeing... to. Go ahead. Go, At, go. A- after seeing the story of the of the new york city giving prepaid credit cards oh which is one of the l- most lunatic things i think yes. i have witnessed i was reading about uh, the way we spent our covid funds matt vespo over town hall reported this these are all part of a lot of these covid funds in washington state 304 in addition to the 53 million dollars in new york on the pilot program where illegals get prepaid credit cards mm-hmm. in washington state 300 Forty million million in COVID funds were redirected to give these folks
1: $1,000 checks. It's a slush fund. It's complete checks. vote buying. And did you hear Mayor Eric Adams the other day saying, this is a great idea. Fitty ought to ring me up and and maybe he'll write a song about what a smart politician I am. I'm paraphrasing, but doing it pretty accurately. And Mayor Adams' point was, this is going to be great because that money, the free money we just give to people, it'll wind up in bodegas. It'll wind up in convenience stores. It'll wind up in neighborhood businesses well right. ultimately sure but where does it ultimately come from taxpayers well, let me, it's so let me, crazy
2: so let me finish the point i was trying to make Please. before you derailed me <laughs> <Sorry>. um, so, <laughs> so, look how they lie about republicans standing in the way of the border bill yep. mark joe biden could fix the border today. Yes. And he won't that there's such liars. I mean I, I first of all, year after year, there's no border problem. There's no border problem. Yeah. We don't have a border problem. Suddenly there's a border problem and only House Republicans can fix it with this bipartisan I got an idea for 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 John Cornyn. I got some advice. If Chuck Schumer is singing its praises, you're on the wrong side of it, pal. I mean Langford what the heck has happened to him? And Sean Davis over at X has a really scathing indictment of Senator Lankford, our our friend in North, in, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Check this out. Let the he, Sean Davis writes, let this be a lesson to any Republican stupid enough to go out on a limb to do McConnell's dirty work. Mitch McConnell now is 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 blasting the bill. Yep. Mitch he got Langford to go out there and take all the heat. Here's a summary. Here's what Sean Davis writes and I want to see I want to get the Mark Davis assessment of this. Here's here's what Sean writes. For those looking for a quick summary of what went down with the Amnesty Bill, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer negotiated a steaming turd sandwich of a bill. McConnell convinced poor James Langford to be the pitchman for the steaming sandwich. And when McConnell, in his infinite political wisdom, realized nobody wants to eat a steaming turd sandwich, he tossed it in the garbage and then threw poor James
1: Langford under the bus. What say you, Mark Davis? He is correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Solid <laughs> analysis mean, from the Federalists' Sean Davis. Always No relation, but I'd be proud to be. I'm yeah. sorry to bag on Mitch McConnell, but isn't this vintage Mitch? Don't be sorry to bag on it. Mitch McConnell is a complex figure who deserves a lot of credit for a lot of things. Thank you, Supreme Court, holding that seat open. Eternal gratitude. But Mitch McConnell is the definition of establishment sloth. The definition of go along to get along. Just, just, no. Just no well, he worked feverishly behind the scenes on behalf of the big donors
2: to, let's fleece the taxpayers, find an unsuspecting dupe like Langford, who deserves no credit, by the way. Zero. I'm sorry. If you're stupid enough to destroy your career over this pile yep. of you-know-what, I'm well, sorry. No sympathy. No quarter here. But you define career no destruction.
1: Define career destruction because he just won. He just won he's in 22. A... He's, he's, he's not up again until 2028.
2: And he's done. Well, he's done. He'll finish out his term, and he's well, never going to well, get reelected. With he's,
1: memories as short as they are,
2: no, nah, he's nobody's going to uh, forget this. Well, nobody's going to forget, forget it. by Christmas.
1: No, oh, totally. they won't. Yes, no, they, they
2: won't. Will. Not this one.
1: Not uh, this one. This was. This was. You know, but I you know mean, what else will be happening? But also by twenty twenty eight, we'll be, uh, we'll be working on electing President Ron DeSantis after, or or President Tim Scott after being after yep. a successful Trump term. Everybody will feel so good. All will be forgiven. I'm no kidding. Well, I we'll you. see.
2: We're going to wait know. and see. All I know is I'm going to have a cheeseburger in honor of Toby Keith. Yes. I'm going to have a cheeseburger in paradise today. Well, the, the coolest thing. Okay, I wow. They, this, they've confused us. The, that. That of course the is the hundred dollar cheeseburger. Did you, did you, did you, yeah. So I, I had a friend who's got a friend who has an aviation company yeah. here in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And he said, you wanted to go to Key West for lunch. I said, excuse me? Mm-hmm. He said, we do a $100 cheeseburger. We fly to – and I said, why do you call it a $100 cheeseburger? He goes, because back in the day when aviation clubs and stuff had little beach crafts and bonanzas, <laughs> it would cost $100 to fly to Key West. So right. it kind of stuck. Now it's considerably more than $100, oh, uh, by the way. So they're going to pick me up right over here at Tampa, and I'm flying to Key West for lunch. And I'm going to have a cheeseburger, and then I'm flying back. It's
1: a 35 minute flight that from is, Tampa Bay that is to, peak, to Key West. Peak vintage, Mike Gallagher. I love that so very, very much. Isn't that cool? I need I pictures. Mean, it, I need video, and tomorrow oh, I need I'm gonna, the full. Oh, Bi- know I'm like resign, and I need this story tomorrow.
2: Oh, I'll be <laughs> I'll be texting you and, and facetiming you. Yeah, my buddy Brandon Rhymes, who's got a radio show here in Tampa, uh-huh. Salem, Tampa. The, the the real estate quarterback said, "Hey, want to go to Key West with my friend Captain Will Smith?" Of Will Smith Aviation. I That's said, good. Well, yeah. duh, of course I do. Let's go. And off we go. So today, after the show, I'm gonna fly to zip to Key West with some neat people, have a cheeseburger, and I'm gonna toast Kobe, Toby Keith, even though it's you know Jimmy Buffett more territory. Well, there's there's a there's
1: then, a concert in heaven featuring both of them. And I would think with, isn't with, with, that ca- cool? with Captain Will Smith, I'm confused by Key West, I'd think you'd be going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> See what I there you did that. There you go. Yeah, I'll, you I'll explain there. that well, joke later. Anyway, go ahead. Well, pictures
2: and stories tomorrow, and I'll tell you. I, I, listen, I get excited because I don't get to do this kind of stuff well, very you know often. You and know not, what that is
1: also? What kind of plane is it again? I don't know. He said, oh, it's, oh, "I don't even know yet. Okay. I'll know in an, a couple hours." The little planes, the little plane. It's a crop I, I assume it's littler. I mean, I'm sure it's very cool, but that's like it's a, real. That's like real flying. Being on, and I love big planes, and God bless all the airlines. But that's like being on a bus that goes in the sky. The the littler planes. That's some real flying, man. That's oh, that's I love
2: that. Just I love awesome. it so much. And if I listen, but it's so expensive these days. I, I know. mean, it's really like. I mean, I looked it up. I looked up what yeah. it would normally cost. Yeah. Captain Will Smith is being very generous. <laughs> <laughs> is with old Mike Gallagher so can't wait I'll tell you all about it tomorrow and uh, I'll have my cheeseburger in paradise and we'll keep fighting for this captain country, Will
1: friend. Smith and the talk prince all the stories coming your way tomorrow Mike <laughs> Gallagher coming your way at 10 be safe man thank you cannot wait to hear about that and you can't wait to hear him Mike ready to go 10 o'clock soon as we're done on 660 AM the answer
2: unforgettable in every
1: Natalie Cole would have been 74 today. She passed back in 2015. And how great is this? That's how you stay. Everybody wanted Natalie Cole to perform this song in concert, and for like 20 years, she wouldn't do it.
0: That's why, darling.
1: I don't know what was magical about uh, the 90s, but uh, she said, tell you what. Slap dad on the tape machine. I'll sing right alongside him, and boom, duet
0: unforgettable too. Very
1: cool. We will let father and daughter take us out into the 8 o'clock hour. Plenty to talk about. And plenty of tributes to Toby Keith coming up as well, musically and otherwise. And plenty of issues to talk about, you think. Let's do it all. 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 660 AM. The answer. Stick around.